up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Aries. You normally have so much confidence, Aries, but there's something in the air that's going to cause you to start questioning everything. Taurus. Your social calendar is going to be filled with a bunch of parties and outings. Go have fun. Gemini. Mercury's in your sixth house of work and health, reminding you to care for yourself so that you can continue to serve others. Cancer. You get easily affected by the energy around you, so today you may want to stay in your bubble. Leo. The moon enters your 11th house of aspirations and personal goals, making this a great day to have people over for dinner and for games. Virgo. Hey, the moon is harmonizing with your sign today, and that means you get an energy boost. Libra. People always joke about your sixth sense, but don't brush it off. Today, you may feel like people aren't being honest with you. Don't be afraid to call them out on their lies. Scorpio. Find some time today to be with your partner, close friend, or family. As Jupiter's in your seventh house, that means partnership and marriage. Sagittarius. People are going to bring their personal issues to you, but you don't have the time today. Capricorn. Focusing on regret will be a waste of time today. Seize the power of the present moment instead of looking back at the past. Aquarius. The focus of the day is going to be family. As Pluto is in your fourth house, a family, this is going to allow you to look at your relationships more closely. Pisces. It doesn't take much for you to connect with people. There's something about you that mesmerizes people. Those are the horoscopes for this Tuesday morning. Check them out again online at chum1045.com. On the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar on Chum. Happier with the temperature? Yeah, happier with the temperature. And I'm happy, uh, you know, I'm thinking, well, I can wear a lighter coat today. I don't have to worry about it. But it's a little, little, little damp out there. It is a little damp. You know something funny? I've been wearing the same coat all, all winter. Yeah. The same coat. Like, I didn't step it up. I didn't upgrade. I don't know what that means. Does it mean I'm getting used to this thing? Like, well, no, stuff? I think you've got a good coat that will take all weather. I've got cloth coats. I've got a down coat. I've got a this coat. But I've collected a lot of coats throughout the years. Because in Canada, that's <laughs> all anybody sees is what you wear on the outerwear. Yo, the coat is such a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's yeah. a big thing, yeah. yeah. We're going to get ice pellets and rain showers later on today. And winds are picking up around, I don't know, mid-morning. And then... Um, and then I think tomorrow's going to be pretty nice, a high of five. I was, enjoy- right. I was enjoying the thaw that was going on yesterday. Yeah, me too. I mean, it kind of cleans up. If that rain comes in and cleans up the city, fantastic. Just a little bit of snow left over, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Very but nice. But we are February. I'm yep. just reminding everybody. Qu- January. Well, so Don't get used to this. So was January quick for you, or was January long slow. for you? Slow. January was a slow. slog. And then the next slow month it will be March. February's fast for me. Because oh, okay. there's so many things to do in February. I'm going away in February. Okay. It's all good in February. And I plan to do things like that because February is blah, blah, blah for me. So that's why I make sure I go on vacation in February. That's a good call. Break, break it up, you know? Nice yeah. plans. Mm-hmm. Well, we plan on giving you all the things this morning. We've got some things to talk about. We have some things to give away. Let's do it all next on Chomp. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Yesterday, Jamar had mentioned that it was Bob Marley's birthday, and the city of Toronto actually did something really special. Mayor Tory proclaimed February 6th Bob Marley Day, and the Toronto sign was lit red, gold, and green last night, so it's probably still lit right now if you're out there. It's pretty dark. Uh, They also had a humanitarian award ceremony at 7 last night, recognizing eight community leaders, so that's pretty cool that they had 
a whole thing happen. And I want to remind everybody that the red, gold, and green are not the colors of Jamaica, which a lot of people mistake. Uh, Jamaica's colors are black, gold, and green. Black, green, and gold, whatever you want to call it. But uh, the the red, gold, and green are actually the symbolic colors of Rastafari, which, you know, come from um, African flag colors as well. Right. Okay, different flags from Africa. But anyway, yes. Right. Uh, So, shower orange is going viral. What's shower orange? Okay. Waiting to hear this. This is the good one. This is a trend going on TikTok, obviously, where people are eating oranges in the shower. (laughs) Why? It must smell really nice in there. Right. So, that is the purpose. Ah. Apparently, it is just a form of uh, therapy, I guess you could say. And so they're peeling the oranges while they're having this super hot shower. Oh. And it just, the scents just kind of relax you. Oh, to get, to get the, the spritz and the mist and to get the scent. Right. And, uh, what, so, it's like an aromatherapy type of thing? Like aromatherapy. That's yes. Nice. So not only does it exaggerate the scent, it also it exaggerates the taste of the orange. Oh. So what they're saying, um, that this is linked to stress relief, but... When you're eating your orange in the shower, you're not doing it the way we might do it if we were on the couch, peeling right. off one peg, two pegs. Right. Where you're supposed to eat this in a feral way. Oh, like they're saying, ah, just yeah, take just, a bite out of it. Yeah, just go messy and as feral as possible because you're already in the shower. Yeah, so you're not going to get anything okay. messy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the it's, TikTok yeah. hashtag has about 7.2 million views on it, and so a lot of people actually really like this. So in Morocco. Uh, when they have their um, bathhouses, yeah, they actually encourage you to bring clementines or oranges yeah, to eat there. It smells really good, right? Yeah. So now they're just saying now TikTokers have picked that up and they're like, well, why can't I do this in my shower at home? So how does this work? People actually go in their shower, turn on the water, get it nice and hot, and then they take nice, a hot, and steamy. Bring your orange inside and peel your orange in the shower. Okay, Beautiful. and then just go to town. Okay. On it. When okay. are we producing our video? You and, could do that today. <laughs> you. <laughs> you could go for it. And whose shower are we yeah. using? <laughs> Yours. But they said all the, on you. And they said the whole point of it is to be primal. Got so it. don't be polite about it. Just you know, you know, eat that orange, tear it open. They do, they do lemon, lemon zest, and orange zest. That little bit of skin, you know, that you put on food or whatever, yeah. right? It just fills the whole room. It, it really does. It, the citrus is, is wonderful for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. And I mean, yeah. I already fell for the other TikTok hack, and I've never stopped, which is having the eucalyptus yeah, I know. in my shower. It, that does work too. Yeah. So I've never stopped. So I mean, maybe the orange is not that far fetched. I like that idea. All right. Okay. Well, that's what's trending. Okay. Thank you. Um, you still have time. You haven't even taken a shower yet. I mean, uh, grab an orange. Marilyn, in your case, a potato. Shower potato. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, wake up. Mornings on Chum 104.5. So do tell, what are you thinking about this morning? I'm thinking about that terrible earthquake in Turkey and Syria. At least, at this latest count, 2,600 people or more dead. Uh, Thousands of people are injured. And what do we do as Canadians? I know that our communities here are trying to help. Mayor John Tory mentioned that yesterday. We're going to do everything we can. Our prime minister said we'll be, we're standing by. What do you need from us? And already the United States has sent uh, some people over to help. But if you want to contribute, 
Care, C-A-R-E, is a great place to do that because they have hygiene kits and they've got all sorts of things that will help people as they, I don't know how they're going to navigate this, but they're going to do that. And also, Doctors Without Borders, that's two ways that you can contribute to this. It was devastating, 7 point, I don't know, 7.2 or, it was, it was, and it happened overnight. And as people, as the sun was coming up, and it's very cold there, as the sun's coming up and people are reporting on it, trying to find family members, buildings are falling, falling. They're helping one building, and an, another building is falling. Latest count I'm seeing is 5,000 5, people 000, uh, yeah. feared dead. I mean, that's that's, Fear a, dead. that's, yeah. a, that's an amazing count, amount of people. That's what I'm saying. The count that I just read was they know confirmed 2,600 people. But, you know, they're thinking that it's even more than that. So if you can and you can give to care or, uh, you know, in, the, in your community, do what you can. I know I'm going to do that today. Like, I can't even imagine. You know, people that are, you know, kids being discovered, and it's very sad, and they've lost their families. So this is massive, massive. Very big. Yeah. Very big. Yeah, that's uh, on my mind. Uh, on my mind is that balloon that we've been looking at, the balloon that came over from China. Yeah. Now they're saying that the Canadian government was thinking about shooting it down. You know how high up that thing was? Okay, so like a regular passenger airplane um, goes up to about 30,000 feet. The balloon they said was up to 60,000 feet. So some of our even Canadian aircraft, like uh, fighter jets, couldn't even get that high if they wanted to go shoot it down. That That's a pretty, pretty high balloon ride. And I just figure like, you know, like Chinese Elmo hanging on it, like, ah, I'm up in the sky. Like that's a, that's a really, really uh, big, big balloon. Big balloon, because they the said size the balloon of three, three, three uh, school buses. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. huge balloon. Yeah. So um, that story is not going away. I see weather is... balloons, and I'm sorry, China, but that does not look like a weather balloon. Okay. Oh, you've seen weather balloons? No, you see, you see weather I've, balloons. I've never yeah. seen one before. You see a weather balloon. That's not, that does not look like a weather balloon. The fact is that they now say that there have been other balloons that have happened. Yeah. But that NORAD, and he, the guy that's had NORAD said, our bad, we didn't catch it. Yeah. But now... They're catching them now, and it's very interesting to see. So that is just going to make the uh, relationship between the United States and China not so not so great. Great. Like it was, look, it was like it was going to get better, and now it's not so good. All right. Well, yeah. that's just what we needed in 2023. More of that. Anyway. More conflict. John 104.5. Good morning. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Toronto's Morning Show. Oh, this conversation again. Okay, we'll do it. Every year. Uh, someone brings up the conversation about Super Bowl Sunday and how possibly the Monday after Super Bowl, the next day, should be a public holiday, mm-hmm. especially in the United States where the Super Bowl is like, you know, it, it the football is a pretty much the, the national pastime at this point. So the Super Bowl where everyone in school and everyone at work all Sunday is watching football to you know, the wee hours of the night. Should the next day have a day off? Is the workforce stressed out with having to come to work the next morning for after the Super Bowl? They don't show up anyway. Half of them don't show up. Yeah, that's the thing. And the should they? Is bad. So here's an idea out of Tennessee. The state of Tennessee is talking about possibly replacing the Columbus Day holiday, which is on uh, in October. I think October the 6th or the first week of October. Mm-hmm. And replacing that holiday, which has had long-standing controversy yes. over its uh, origins. Um, replacing that day with the Super Bowl day. Yeah. And then you have Super Bowl Monday as a holiday, and then Columbus Day goes off. Well, we can move up our family day. We don't need it uh, when we have it. We can move it up by a week. Okay. 
because it's on the 20th. It's the it's the another, week after. Yeah, we yeah. can move that up. Sure. But the not. other thing is, I thought I've, we've talked about this for years and years. Why not Super Bowl Saturday? No. You I I don't like Super Bowl Saturday. Why? Because there's something about Sunday that has a family feeling to me. Saturday is like a wild card. Like it, anyone could be anywhere on a Saturday, but Sunday's the day that everyone is most likely at home getting ready for the next day and to get everyone together on they're not going to work the next day jamar don't yeah that 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 has lots of holes in it that that one that one you're getting ready to get to work the next day getting to school the next day that's not happening you you take you you either get a day off right you take a day off yeah or you already have sunday here's the other thing about saturday tell me saturday doesn't have the same captive audience as a sunday does like if, if it's Super Bowl, it does. Wow. You just do a little, you know, rearranging with the, with the with the programming. Listen, I think that no matter what, people do not come to work, or they do maybe didn't put all their love and care into work on the Monday. So I'm thinking, well, why not? Like it's a big deal, and if if the Super Bowl is as powerful they are as the NFL, mm-hmm. they want to do something about it. They could, they could kind of you know power up a little bit and say. Listen, if, if you know, if somehow they would make it so that you would be able to celebrate without having to feel guilty not going to work. Yeah, I feel I feel from a cultural standpoint and yeah. even from a broadcasting standpoint is like such a big, big task to change that day. I know. I don't see it happening. Anymore, but we so. keep mentioning it. And Every no one seems year. to listen to what we are saying. Yeah. We even figured it out with the Columbus Day situation, well, with the Family Day situation. And by the way, NFL is huge in the United States, yes, and in Canada as well. So, I mean, look, at they're playing games over in Europe. They're trying to make it like a world International thing, thing yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm with you on this. Don't get me wrong. I am getting, with you on this. It's getting ever closer. It looks like Tennessee will make a, uh, a change. And speaking of the uh, the big game, this yeah. is the big artist, the big halftime show. Yeah. Will this song be done? Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Jam Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. That's the theme song to Yellowstone, everybody. And now some Yellowstone news. They still have the ranch. That's the latest update. But anyway. Yellowstone. Matthew McConaughey is reportedly McConaughey is reportedly in talks to to do a spinoff um, uh, for a Yellowstone, which he'd be perfect because he sure talks like that, you know. Get off my he, he, property. He'd be, he'd be definitely the the best person. Wouldn't he go? And now, this one's supposed to be like a prequel, right? Well, I'm not sure where they're going on this because they've have they already have two prequels, but maybe it's a different ranch in a different state, and maybe he's a cousin once removed from Kevin Costner. I don't know where this is going to land, but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because Kevin Costner is thinking about leaving to focus and directing on another upcoming Western film called Horizon, and he's really having a problem with the the scheduling of when he has to shoot Yellowstone and when he wants to do this new project, and so they're really concerned about this. They don't want him to go because his franchise is so exceptional and successful, so uh, Matthew's name is being kind of there. Maybe not the same ranch, but we don't want John Dutton to leave. Stay, Kevin Costner, even for a couple of cameos. Come on. So I'm very concerned about that. That's my, what did they say on Saturday Night Live? Yellowstone. The outdoor version of Succession. <laughs> and that's so true. Anyway, that's my <laughs> that, entertainment. That's, that's, a, that's a nice uh, comparison to be <laughs> made really, on SNL. It's really good, yeah. Um, I hate when my friends fight, or when our friends fans fight, rather. And there is a conflict right now on, on social media between team beyonce or the beehive that is and team harry styles uh they are they 
people are upset that Beyonce didn't get the album of the year, and I saw this coming, mm. and the, the conversation is getting louder and louder. And they're saying that Beyonce, with all that she did this past year with Renaissance, they're arguing that it is quite weird that she didn't get the album of the year. Now, the Harry Styles album made a lot of waves this mm-hmm. year. As somebody who is one of our core audio, uh, artists on this station, I know the power of Harry Styles this year. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that the Beyonce crew isn't quite aware of the Harry Styles fandom. Mm-hmm. But however, I do think it is quite peculiar with all of the albums Beyonce has had, which have been albums that have not only top charts, but um have hits that are like still played today, like smash records, like songs off of 2003, Dangerous Really in Love, are still party anthems. Mm-hmm. None of these albums have ever gotten album of the year, which is... Strange. So what you, you you and I were talking off the air about requirements. And that's the thing. No one knows what the criteria is. Yeah. And they keep that very hush-hush because they don't want people to call them out on it. Right. The only thing I saw is, according to the Recording Academy Official Awards, this guideline, the recordings must contain at least five different tracks and a total time of 15 minutes or a total of playing time at least 30 minutes with no minimum track requirement. That's all I got. Yeah, and that's all they'll that's give all, you. And that's all they're going to give you. And then, and then, and then you're thinking about who is voting for this? People in the academy. So I don't know. Right. And then a lot of people had an issue with Harry Styles saying, "Yeah, this never happens to guys like me." <laughs> what he said. That. Yeah. And what did that mean? What did I was. I, was I a, didn't know, but he set himself up for all was, the comments. That I he's thought getting. that was a great line. I was like, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I'm not sure what he was referring to. I Maybe there's something about him that you know. He probably just he you know he probably didn't mean it the way everyone's taking it, but. Yeah. I yeah I. We don't know. <laughs> we can only assume. I yeah, I know. His publicist I, is going. No. I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, oh, maybe there's something going on with him that we're not sure yeah. about. Yeah. You know, maybe he's got psoriasis or something. Right? I don't know. <laughs> well, yesterday I saw this photo of Tom Brady going viral, yeah. and I was just like, what is going on? Like he's single now, and he's retired, and he wants to take sexy photos. <laughs> so he took a mirror selfie in underwear, and I was just like, it's not. It's not a sexy photo, Tom. But now I realize that what was going on is he made a bet with his followers back in, um, I think, 2020, oh, 2022, yeah. oh. in June. Um, basically just saying if he got over 40,000 likes on this on this photo for his brand, the right. Brady brand, that he would take this selfie. And so he was just uh, fulfilling, fulfilling his promise yeah exactly got it that. Right. got it 80 for brady by the way number two at the box office this week really yeah Ooh. there you go i love his uh i love his briefs his brief brand brady bunch do it yeah. what's trending in toronto with azalea hart let me know let me know pamela anderson was in the city this weekend she could still be here maybe yeah. But she was spotted at a plant-based restaurant on Sunday night called Gia with her son, his girlfriend, and some producers from HGTV. So the restaurant said it looked like they were having a meeting. And they're like, oh, she could be working on something new. They're right. She is working on something new. It's a Canadian cooking show called Pamela's Cooking with Love on the Food Network. It's going to be eight episodes, and it's going to be her making plant-based dishes for friends and family at her home on Vancouver Island. And they're going to shoot it this summer. But back to her visit at Gia, I'm always curious about what celebrities eat when they go come to our restaurants. So here is the menu that they ordered. It was an entire plant-based menu. So focaccia, 
olives, baby gem salad, meatballs, plant-based, plant-based beef tartare, risotto, rigatoni, some other Italian words that I can't say, but with Uh, cashew butter and truffles, cauliflower, roasted squash, olive oil cake with buttercream and fig brulee and affogato with honey's vegan ice cream. That's great. Who leaks the uh, menu? or The, the restaurant. They leak the uh, the orders? Yeah, the restaurant was like, this is what they ordered. Okay. Here it is. They could change it to the Pamela Anderson special, perhaps. And then she also had a couple mocktails, and they were made with cold-pressed juice and lark water. Nice. Whatever lark water is, I'm not sure. But very cool. But Pamela Anderson is also talking about uh, Tim Allen's denial of flashing her on the set of Home Improvement recently, but she was basically saying, yes, it did happen, but he didn't do it in a malicious way. Oh. Because he's saying he didn't do it at all. She's saying, yeah, he, yeah, he did, but... He only meant... He only, meant, he, he only meant well. It, like... <laughs> I mean, it's a very messy situation. Okay. So I don't know what to believe. And I mean, uh, Tim Allen is working with Disney, so he has a lot to lose right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Another celebrity that was spotted in Toronto is Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. He is, uh, he plays Mike Wheeler in the show for anybody who watched. And he stopped at a Mexican restaurant called La Cantina del Pueblo. If I said that correctly. He ordered carnitas, tacos with rice and beans and a margarita. So... Those are very cool. I don't know what he's in the city for. I don't know if he's shooting a movie or a show, or maybe he's just visiting friends, but he was here as well. Okay. That's what's trending. Tasty. Mm-hmm. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Fresh off the Grammy stage, that is Sam Smith. I'm not here to make friends, so don't ask for it. friendship, that is. Uh, but do you like the song? Love the song. I love the lushness of the song. Lush. Beautiful. Word. It's really word, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. stringy, very lush orchestration. Orchestrated. It's very reminds yes. me of dance music. Reminds me a little bit of disco. You know. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me tell you what's in your bed and why you probably should stop doing what you do all the time, which is make the bed the minute you get out of the bed. Yes. Them dust mites. Now, you're not sleeping alone. Uh, you're never sleeping alone. A lot of people criticize those that don't make the bed immediately for saying like, "Hey, you're not." living your best life. You're not living as neat and as tidy as you could be. But according to new research, you should actually make your bed maybe a couple hours after you get up. Yeah, one to two hours after. Yeah, because when you sweat while you sleep, it provides so much moisture in the sheets of the bed that it it allows the dust mites to to feed. They can't breathe if you don't. Right. They love the moisture. So... Allow your bed to air out one to two hours afterwards. That's a good idea. Why not? Remember my grandmother, when we would go visit her, she would say, okay, we're going to make the beds after breakfast. Make so, the beds after breakfast. She okay. said, so, and so all the blinds would go up, and if it was really nice outside, the windows would go up. She'd come in and do it. We'd go have breakfast. We'd come back, and we would make our bed. And that's part of what they're saying is, like, if the sun is shining, open up the you know shutters. If it's nice outside, open up the windows. I'm like, my grandmother did that. Like, I can't believe this article. I'm going, this is amazing. There it is. That's why she did it. When All I was, right. When I was finally liberated from the bondage <laughs> of my parents' house, yes. I never made the bed. I just left the sheets, like, on the on the office chair, like, yeah. on the ceiling fan. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, yes, finally. And then once I started courting 
female attention. Yes. I had to get back to it. I did. Up there. <laughs> so then the other question is, everybody, and this is we this comes out at least once a year. Yeah. You're talking about the survey about men in Britain, how often they wash their bed sheets. Oh yeah, that's not was, a good. That was, that was a, good, a disgusting. That's study. a disgusting stat. Let's not make people feel ill. But what what you, you should do, washing your bedding once a week, every two weeks at the most. Yep. You need to do that. You need to do that. You hear that, Simone? Every two weeks. Thank you. <laughs> we gotta we gotta hold the line for the men out there. We're gonna set the standard. We have to set the standard because they think we're disgusting. And we're not. We are we're nice and neat and tidy. And we, we try to keep things as clean as possible. Okay. So about one to two hours after you get out of bed, and then you make the bed and wash those sheets at least once a week. Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jim Morning Show. The Super Bowl halftime show is going to be one for the ages, namely because Rihanna hasn't been on stage in quite some time. And uh, we've been waiting for her. We've been waiting for the content. Has she even given us the name of her child yet? No? No, we're we still know. waiting for that one. Maybe they'll spell out the baby's name in like... Uh, in Fireworks. And people. Or drones. Ooh. Right? It'll be or like... a little marching band that'll be in front of her on the stage. <laughs> it'll be like... what? I don't know. What kind of name? That's another bet we could take. But anyway, the bet that we're having uh, currently in the studio is... What will the last song, the final song of the uh, of the of the performance, what will that song be? Um, you can text in your answers to one zero four five three six if you like. Um, but what do you think? Well, there's a big. It's only fifteen minutes that she's got, right? So she's going to do like little shortened versions of all of her great hits because they're all so great. Rumor has it she's only doing her older stuff. So with that in mind, I've picked this song. Please don't stop the music. Please don't stop the music because it ends quickly. Please don't stop the music. End of show. Thank you very much. Out. Good one. Yeah. That's what I think. This is a good one. It's a good pick. Turn up a little bit. Especially because... Especially because the end of it ends with the Mama say Mama Mama oh, yeah. Kusa Mama say Mama That's and it right. trails, trails that. That'd be a good way to end the whole thing. Mama say Mama Mama, mama Kusa. Out. Mama kusa. Done. Finished. Okay. Can I change my bet? <laughs> I can't change my wager. Okay. What do you think? Um, let's see. I picked this song. This is a song with Calvin Harris. This is what she came for. It's another good one. But what made you choose this one? Ignorance. This is not going to be the last song. <laughs> I want to change my bet now. Strong beginning, strong end. Strong beginning. I mean, it's, this is actually one of my favorite Rihanna songs yeah, because yeah. it just has so much. It's just so groovy, vibey, right. great club banger. Um, but I, I already think I lost the bet. Wow. Yeah. Azalea, what, what are you putting in? I chose this one. Want you to make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. Like I'm the only, only girl in the world. Only because I feel like at that moment, she is the only girl in the world. <laughs> That's a great one. So that was my thought behind that. Well, what are people saying? What are they saying? Simone, did you play did you place a bet? Our producer? Oh, did you? Yeah, I got one in here. Yeah, uh, what do you think the last song of the Super Bowl will be? For me, it's got to be this one.
Umbrella. Hello. Okay, Ella. why? The, the, the one that's playing in hell, according to that pastor. Yeah, we got the pastor. It, I don't <laughs> know. It's, it's the, the most infamous song it. for me. You know, guys, I just want you to know, in the past, I've done halftime shows, just so you know. And the band leader always said, Mr. Freena, start strong and stronger. Keep them in the stands. Okay. So, I mean, these are like in-between songs in my head. That's what I'm thinking. Well, let me let's Except go. Can, do you guys want to go into back into time a little bit? Sure. Into history? Yeah. Um, actually, okay. Wh- when we come back, okay. I've got a list of the past halftime shows. Yes. And the last songs that were performed in those okay. in those shows. So maybe that'll give us a little clue to what maybe yeah. Rihanna and the crew will be thinking. But uh, text your bet to one zero four five three six, and uh, you can text your money to six four seven. No. With Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Do you remember when Diana Ross did the Super Bowl halftime I show? I do. I remember the helicopter taking her away. Okay. Oh, I, do, I don't quite remember that. Yeah. I just remember how beautiful she looked. Great. I'm glad you said that. Now, do you remember the last song of that performance? I don't remember much Super Bowl stuff. I don't remember first and last because I never weighed your bets, but I remember the overall show. First song was Stop in the Name of Love. Yeah. Second, oh, excuse me, the last song was Take Me Higher. Take Me Higher. That's when the helicopter came to get her and took her away. Okay. Um, do funny. you remember when uh, U2 did the Super Bowl halftime show? Not a fan, so it didn't matter to me. Okay. Their last song was Where the Streets Have No Name. Uh-huh. Do you remember, and everyone's going to say yes, Jessica Simpson, Janet Jackson, Diddy, Nelly, and Justin Timberlake? And they did the halftime show. Their first song was The Way You Move. And the last song was uh, Rock Your Body. Oh, okay. That's a big, that was yeah, a big yeah. Justin song. What about Prince? 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 Prince's first song was We Will Rock You. <laughs> Not necessarily his song. No, that's right. Last song was, you probably already know. Purple Rain? Purple Rain. Because you know what? It was raining. <laughs> this was the last song. Show made me cry. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the the last song has to be a spectacle. You know, yeah. they got the rain. Yeah. And he's got like the, you know, the, the wee wee shaped guitar. You know, like that was something to watch. Uh, okay, now I'm gonna get emotional. But it was actually raining. Yes. And I thought, okay, everything is coming together as it should. Yeah, but I I think a lot of people say that Prince is probably the best halftime show. Altogether, but you know. Anyway, do you remember when Maroon Five did the halftime show? Maroon Five's first song of the halftime show was "Harder to Breathe," which was like one of their big, probably like one of their. I think that might have been the debut hit. Ah, uh, okay. "Harder to Breathe," and this was their last song of the halftime show. Moves like Jagger. What are people saying is the last song for Rihanna? What are people are gonna? What are they? Saying? Azalea, have you uh, looked at the text yet? Have people weighed in on this? This debate that we're having? Yeah, and for some reason, a lot of people think it's going to be Lift Me Up, which is her brand new song. Oh, the Black Panther song? Forever. No. Yeah. I don't know why, but... I'd have, I'd have to respectfully disagree with all of you. So would I. So some people yeah. are saying Diamonds because it has an empowering ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said Rihanna will not sing Umbrella. <laughs> you don't think she'll do Umbrella? Okay. Wasn't there rumors that she doesn't want to sing that song anymore? No, uh, it was Ponder Replay. She oh, do Ponder Replay. Anymore, right. Which is uh, right. one of my favorites of hers. But, yeah. Yeah. Somebody said Love on the Brain. Love on the Brain. Which I love that song. But I don't know if it has anything to do with like it's not 
a beat enough. Can you imagine like all these like football fans eating their like Slim Jims and like beef jerky? And then she goes, lift me up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You could be like, what the hell's going on down there? She's just going to choose like fast paced songs for sure. I don't know if that's going to really. And that's why I think that there's going to be people on the stage with her, although they're not saying anything about it, to help her take a little bit of a break. Because that's that's a that's a lot of songs within a short period of time. And she may slow it down because everybody does, and then they right. speed it back up again. Right. So, again. I think maybe if she started with this, it would be nice because it kind of gives you chills. Yeah. Like, she could come out. She could, you know, be elevated and smoke and maybe all the things. Maybe so. Like, oh, well, now you're producing. Yeah, it's oh, a, lo- it's like a little, I don't know, it's a little low for the bearded crowd, in my opinion. But I like the song. It's still. less about them. <laughs> or Serena concert. The Weeknd first song was Starboy. Yeah, that was a great beginning, and I his like la- last song was one of his biggest, "Blinding Lights." I love that show. He did a great job. And then the big hip hop extravaganza of last uh, yeah. Super Bowl. First song was "Next Episode." Last song was still "Dre." It's the D- I mean, that was that was a classic, classic performance. They ended it great. Okay, we'll, think we'll about it. You got to hold the people in the stands, as Mr. Farina used to say. Keep them in the stands. Keep them in the stands. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's the wager? Pancakes. What, 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 no wager, just the fact that you own, you get to wear a sash that's. I've been trying to get pancakes everything. out of you for five years no, now. Like, come on, man. No pancakes. pancakes. All right. No pancakes for you. All right. Some 104.5. The morning. Back to the morning show. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Well, there's a new show on CTV. Have you heard the Spencer Sisters? Yes. yes. This is the show uh, that stars. Lorraine Baines from Back to the Future. That's right. Leah Thompson and Stacey Farber, you know her from Schitt's Creek. And they play, not sisters, it's really a mother and daughter team, but the Leah's, uh, uh, you know, character thinks that she looks so fabulous that she looks like her daughter's sister. Anyway, that's, it's so funny. And her daughter in this show is actually a policeman detective, and she is a crime writer and a romantic novelist. So it's, it's a combination of the daughter comes home and then they fight crime. And, and the only way that they can. But anyway... Because of your friend Lorraine being on the show, Leah Thompson, we talked about, well, you talk about what, what, what the impact that, that movie had on you. Oh, Back to the Future, Define yeah. the Generation. I mean, yeah. so many things were made cool because of that movie. Yeah. Just the, the idea of time travel, riding a skateboard through your sure. through your town, Yeah. wearing Nikes. A lot of things were really, really uh, impacted by that movie. So I talked to her about that. I asked her, you know, like, let's talk about it. We can't not talk about uh, the impact of that movie. Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's built. Uh, it's built another life. Like we are all still surprised that, you know, that my mother-in-law can watch it with her daughter, her Aww. daughter's daughter, and her daughter's daughter. Like oh, you a- know, so that there's so many generations that yeah. continue to show it to their younger generation. It's yeah. really surprising. We'll do these big talkbacks at Comic Cons. Yes. And half the people weren't even born when the movie was made. Look and at what that. A joy. What you a didn't beautiful. know that when you made that movie, no. did you? That's so funny. Pretty impactful, yeah. In that movie, when they went to the future, the future okay. was supposed to be 2015. <laughs> and in the future, like, yeah. cars were flying. Yep. Pizzas were, were uh, what do you call it, uh, freeze-dried and then rehydrated. None of that's going on right now. <laughs> the cars aren't flying yet, so waiting for that. So Leah Thompson and Stacey Ferber are on in uh, the Spencer Sisters, and they're on my show today uh, at 10 o'clock. And it's really interesting, too, because we forget that Leah Thompson is not only did that great movie. She did Caroline in the City, another TV series, and she's a director. She directs a lot of stuff, uh, TV sitcoms and whatnot. So there you have it. That's on today's show. The Spencer Sisters on CTV. 
new show. Let's see, uh, you know, how they figure out crime. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. If you're looking for Valentine's Day plans that are, are a little out of the box and not necessarily for your significant other, which seems to be a trend this year, uh, there's a hard seltzer brand called Topo Chico who says love can be prickly like an X. So they're going to help you send an ex a cactus, which is supposed to be a thorny memento that will last longer than your relationship. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> right. So there's two days left to order this on topochicohardselter.ca if you're really actually interested in this. Um, and they will deliver it for you. So uh-huh. that takes up that work from you. I know, but you want to spend more money on your ex? Seriously. Right. I, yeah. Th- that this I is get. my thought. Yeah. And, I mean, there's still the topic of, you know, the Toronto Zoo doing the cockroach, you you know, but, I mean, you're also donating to the zoo. And then there's another zoo in San Diego doing the same thing, similar, where you could buy a cockroach, name the cockroach, but you could feed that cockroach to an animal. Oh, what animal do you feed it to? I guess just, like, whatever you want. Oh. Whatever animals eat cockroaches. That's what I want. I wonder what animal's eating those things. Maybe, like, a... What is uh, Timon and Pumbaa? Timon? (laughs) A a Timon, yeah. Yeah, give it to Timon. They like bugs. Was he a warthog? No, that's Pumbaa. Pumbaa was a warthog? He's a lemur. Meerkat. A meerkat. Meerkat. Meerkat, that's it. Look, we know our Disney. Uh, But speaking of animals, if your pet is going to be your Valentine, which I feel like a lot of people do, and this is very cute. So Yorkdale has a pet photo studio that they're setting up. It has two themes, both Valentine's Day and a family day one. Nice. So you could just get some really cute photos. And the photos that I'm seeing are very cute as well. Like the has gone now. That's ridiculous. Yeah, there's like a little whisk. I know there are some people, but there's a little cute wicker basket oh. and chairs. You can put your puppy in a wicker basket. Come on. And there's roses. <laughs> there's roses. You can put a flower on your pup. Anyway, they have this every weekend until the 19th at Yorkdale. And it's just, I don't know, a cute thing if that's your Valentine's Day. That's to, uh, right. Show up to Yorkdale with a fishbowl. Like, yeah. Can Why my, not? Can I put my fishbowl in here? Why not? Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Get creative with it. In some entertainment, there's another Elvis show being made. Uh, this one is for Netflix. It's produced by Priscilla, and it's voiced by Matthew McConaughey, and it's animated. Every once in a while, man accomplishes the impossible. All it takes is someone with a dream. Holy f***ing Elvis! Because when a man dreams, <laughs> he can change the world. So I mean, he, is, he, is he playing Elvis, or is he? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is playing Elvis. It's called Agent Elvis. Okay. Uh, but I mean, he just sounded like himself there. It didn't sound like. Now I'm, ro- now I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> so I so don't know. So you're the resident Elvis fan in here, or? No, I. No, not at all. Not a fan of Elvis that, at all. No, I mean, like, I'm not like one of those guys that. Like have posters. You're not like Uncle Jesse I, I from Full House. His impact on rock and roll music, but yeah. I'm like, now we're getting a little too far with this. Okay, I'm just wondering. Like the if, movie was great. The movie, yeah, I, I enjoyed the I movie. I like the movie. I enjoyed yeah. the movie, so, but this one you're not in on. No, I would see. What is she doing? I don't know. So this is Agent Elvis. I don't really know what the premise of the animation is, but it's money. an adult cartoon. Mm. Could be money. Running off the uh, success of the Elvis movie with be, Austin uh, Butler. But I'll tell you the the demographic of the big true. And listen, there are a lot of Elvis fans. Lady, Lady on eTalk, she is a huge Elvis fan. Yeah. Mm. My thing is that a lot of people that the bigger masses of that that loved Elvis are dying off. 
Yeah, so she wants to introduce it to the so another audience. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But this is an adult cartoon, not for kids. Okay. Like right. we heard Producer the Simone, thoughts on this? Um, I feel if the team that brought together Mike Tyson Mysteries is behind Agent Elvis, <laughs> this will be great. But if not, I'm, I'm out. You're out? Okay. You're out. Well, anyway. Well, it's brought to you by Priscilla. There you go. That's what's trending. Thank All right. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. This is wild. Um, Girl Scout cookies in uh, the state of New York are being flagged as potentially uh, tainted with highly addictive substances. That is... uh, I'll attest to that. Yeah. They're mint cookies. (sighs) I could eat a whole row. Yeah, for me, it's the Tagalongs. Those are good. But these, they're saying, are being circulated in the area to, quote, strong, smart, fearless young women who aim to get people hooked on what they're pushing. Oh, I get what they're doing. They're being funny. They're being funny. They're being funny. Yes. Uh, A tongue-in-cheek post says that the street names Thin Mints. Oh, those damn Thin Mints. Samoas. Tagalongs. Lemon Ups. What's a tagalong again? I think those are the, uh, the peanut butter ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are good. Um, they say that those are highly addicted and should be uh, taken to a drop-off location at the police department so they can dispose of them safely. <laughs> whatever, are, whatever marketing tool you need. But listen, they are addicted. Like they, we, I love them. You can eat a whole sleeve of Girl Scout cookies in like less than a second. One hundred percent, and and they've really improved. Like sometimes you get cookies that, what happened to them? Why did they change the formula? Not the mint. Not the mint. In fact, they replaced mint, mint peppermint patties for me. They're so good. You put them in the freezer. You have them with some, like, coffee. Oh, my gosh. It's the best. Yeah. So if you're selling any, let me know. I'll meet you the corner um, of Aren't a, you in a program a right now for that? Or, that, 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 would, that would violate the terms of the program you're in. Yeah. My, my trainer would be happy. <laughs> okay. And why not? But, you know, it's all for a good thing. But I like the marketing that they use. It's, it's cute and clever. Yep. Yep. Highly addictive. Don't let those uniforms fool you, people. They're up to no Resist the temptation. <laughs> and if you do, uh, buy three boxes. Now, back to the morning show. Good morning. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up. On Chum 104.5. <laughs> now all the post-Grammy, um, I guess, dissections and yes. conversations and scrutiny is happening. People are weighing in. Yeah, we were talking about uh, the Beehive is upset that... that Harry Styles took home album of the year. That's one conversation. Another is that the the people are zooming in on this Jen J Lo and Ben Affleck moment, right? And reading the lips between the two of them because everyone was saying that it looked like he was not having a good time. No, and Jennifer seemingly snaps at Ben at the Grammy Awards before recovering, and she recovered quickly uh-huh. and smiled towards the camera. Yeah, Trevor Noah was right next to her. Yeah, he did the same. Yeah. Um, so now the lip readers are weighing in and trying to to uh, decipher what conversations they were having off camera and what they might have been saying. Uh, do tell. What were they talking about, according to the lip readers? Well, the lip reader thinks that Ben had asked for a drink, and J-Lo turns him and she says, no drink, and then she gives him a little smack to the chest, and she says, you promised. And then he says, just one. Wow. That's what the lip readers are saying, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then Jen catches it, and she's looking at the camera, but it's the multiple lookbacks at the camera that she does to make sure she's either on or off. Yeah. 
Or right. out of the camera's view, at least. That's right. And Trevor knows right next to her while this exchange is happening. He's talking and people are kind of milling about. But you, if you, if you put, like, stop motion on some of this footage, he looks not happy with her. She looks not happy with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Let's. One of the things that was mentioned, you know, that great Motown review, he's just standing there looking more and more exasperated as time goes on. Like he's not even in. And I also want to say this. I'm really taking a good look at him, and I'm wondering if he got his eyes tweaked a little bit. I can never tell that stuff. Yeah. I Only I, when people get like, the big lips and stuff, that's when I know. But yeah, like when I see people's um, plastic surgeries, I never. Yeah. With guys, I can tell. Where, where What's different about him? Underneath the eye. Underneath not not the eye. makeup? Pull. No, no, it's not makeup. He's been, yeah, I think it looks like he's been pulled a little bit. Or that's his exasperated I look pulled look. (laughs) I'm not sure. But he is not, any any photos, you know, that were taken or any footage, he's just, he's not, he's kind of uh, tuned out. And the video's replaying over and over on my computer here. And he just, it's the awkward look at the camera for both of them. And yeah. the fake smiles that they put on. Right, right. right. So embarrassing. I feel so bad because, uh, you know, he's dealing with alcoholism and recovering. And then he's at this big event where everyone's just drinking and having a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And then he's begging his wife to have a drink. It's just like, yeah, not a good look. And there, there was one, there was a tweet that said uh, Jennifer Jennifer Gardner on sitting on her couch at home and saying, girl, he's your problem now. Mm. You know, <laughs> like I, I, I all I can say is. And the other one that I thought was funny because I didn't know at the time, Ben, blink if you're okay. So right. that's what that's kind of what gave me the the tip off that maybe something besides not being happy, is that maybe something was done. He has no kind of no kind of emotion on his face because he's, you know, probably just had surgery. That's my take. Oh, you oh, thought he maybe had, you thought he had stiff face? Yeah, <laughs> he got he can't. Like, his eyes are not moving. There's no expression on his face except for, like, a smirk on his mouth. So, anyway, well, we'll you know, the one thing about them, and you showed us a couple of uh, clips from prior uh, um, events. Yeah. Where the, they're not happy with each other. He's not happy with her. But as soon as that camera's on them, it's like, showtime. Oh, right? yeah. They yeah. they definitely turn on the charm when the camera's wow. on. But some of these... Uh, t- tweets are saying that basically Ben just doesn't want to be at those type of events because they're now showing a video of him at a sports event. They're like, look how happy he is at a sporting event. Right. And Jennifer probably doesn't want to be there, but she's supporting him and having fun with him. So, But he looks like a completely different person in this video than he does in the Grammys and the other Hollywood stuff. He's not reciprocal to her love. Right. To her industry stuff. Very interesting. Uh, Okay, Ben. He wants to be in a Bruins jersey and not in a (laughs) Fox. Who knows? Right. Man. Hmm. Lover spat right on uh, television. There you have it. Like he's dancing and clapping more to whatever sporting event he's at than he was when the Motown tribute was happening. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, the conversation when they went home that night. Right. Or did they have one at all? I'll find out. Okay. I don't know. This is not not going well. I just want to say that. I don't think this is a one-off. All right. Oh, would you like to make a prediction? Yeah, I don't think they're going to last. How long? Let's see. It's 2023. Um, I'm dealing with the Rihanna bets right now. Let me give it some more time. But you know, you never know. Hey, the sunshine. We can bet burgers for this one. We can. We can. Okay. Do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. In the late 90s, early 2000s, there was always this specific group of young actors like Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, Freddie Prince Jr., Jennifer Love Hewitt. Those were always the go-to people, Nev Campbell, uh, who always did the best movies. Yeah. So I guess after the 
I guess, success of Scream and the reboot for Scream. Yeah. The people behind I Know What You Did Last Summer, uh-huh. they are also doing a reboot. And Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, they are coming back. So that's kind of cool. It's been 25 years since I Know What You Did Last Summer, the the second one. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people. So they're just going to just do, I don't know, a brand new episode. I don't know what they're going through now in their adult lives. If the hook man is still after uh, just them or if it, they're going to. Or if one of them is one of them. Oh, <laughs> plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> or maybe he invades their DMs. It, he could be af- after their kids. S- scares them. Maybe. Social, scares them through oh. social media. Well, maybe. But then he eventually got to hook them. Right. <laughs> but that is what's something you have to look forward to. I don't know when that one's coming out, but there is another show that's coming out. Ben Stiller. Um, he's doing a new project where he's going to actually play triplets in it. Um, <laughs> it's based on a documentary called Three Identical Strangers. Oh, about yes. three men who were purposely separated at birth as yes. part of an experiment. That's right. Yeah, so that, Ben Stiller's going to play all three. Didn't yeah. they just recently tell those guys' story? Within the last... with that Last couple months, right? I, I'd say within the last two years. It's, that was one of the stories that I remember from lockdown that we yep. all talked about. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So is it a comedy? Because I only know Ben Stiller to be in a comedy. Yeah, no, I, it, what, it, no, I mean, it's a, it's a, the real story is actually right. kind of sad. He, like, he these guys didn't know each other. They no. were brothers, okay. and then they got reunited eventually. But yeah, he, it says they found each other out of pure luck, and that's why the original documentary happened. Uh, this is going to be produced by Sony. Yeah, he's done serious movies, too. Okay, yeah, Ben Stiller yeah, has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything. Well, let's see. Um, oh I can only think of uh, Blue Steel. Yeah, yeah. With Ben Stiller. Uh, Zoolander. Zoolander, right. I don't have the I don't have the in the movies, but I know there's uh, Walter Mitty, the Secret Life of oh, the yeah, Secret, Secret Life, Life of Walter, Walter Mitty. Yeah, yeah. No, that was okay. great. Yeah. Well, this is going to be interesting to see. So now we have two shows to look forward to. I don't know if I know what you did last summer is going to be a movie or a show, but we have those. What an interesting concept for him to do. That's interesting. Yeah, all three. Oh, but I mean, he's in the TV show Severance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's a serious, that's yeah. a drama, right? That's a drama, yeah. I mean, I think of Eddie, Eddie Murphy in Doc, in, um, oh gosh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, uh, <laughs> the, the, the clumps. Nutty, or, Nutty, Nutty professor. professor, sorry. Right, and he yeah. played all of those characters. Then there's uh, Tyler Perry, he plays all the characters yeah. in Medea. Yeah, yeah, well, I think yeah, about, yeah. Well, um, not all, but Kid played the, the Winklevoss twins in uh, the social network. Oh. You know, one guy played two. Army people. Hammer? Army Hammer, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh. Lindsay Lohan in The Parent Trap. It right. can be done. So it happens. It can be done. But the fact is that this is a this is a real story. That's pretty remarkable. He's doing that, and they didn't live too far apart from one another. Hey, you know, you look like so and so kind of idea, right? Yeah. Amazing. Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be fun. So those are shows to look forward to. If that's what's trending. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Show one zero four five. All right. Uh, be here for birthday jackpot at eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Another chance at some big money. Five hundred bucks. $5,000. It's all up to the uh, the wheels over there and what comes up when Richie Favalero gives it a spin and he's up next. He's had a couple $5,000 winners. Yeah. At least I, one I know. He's, he's hogging all the 5G yeah. winning spots because we haven't done one yet. We're doing, we're trying all different ways of just spinning it differently, the different way to spin it. And- you, uh, Simone, you always spin the wheel counterclockwise. Maybe spin it clockwise next time. Okay, I'll spin it with my right hand then. That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah there you go. Just like change it up a we'll bit. Mix it up, right? Yeah. 
cool. All right, join us at 11 o'clock for your next shot. And don't forget to get the iHeartRadio app so you can listen whenever you leave your vehicle and wherever you can get some, uh, some data and Wi-Fi. iHeartRadio. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast Chum 104.5. Podcast.